Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hand. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. In our never-ending I Work For Him desire to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways that will challenge the way you think about your faith and work today. Instead of talking about work, we're going to talk about understanding the value of vacation. Why? Because I need a vacation. (laughs) Seriously, why are we talking about vacation, honey? Because it really is an important element. Ah, we're talking about vacation because it's important. It's critical to the success of your business and your family. As it says in Luke 5.16, Martha. Mm-hmm. But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. So he went camping all the time. Jesus went camping. Oh, there's the crickets as you're sitting around the fire. So Jesus often did this. I don't know if he had a campfire or not, but it says he withdrew to the wilderness. So if if Jesus went out camping, if he went out relaxing, if he went out on vacation, we need to. Jesus understood the value of quiet time, of pulling away from the hustle, the bustle. He understood it. He did, but does that mean we have to go camping? <laughs> I think I think what I'd like to do is an online survey today on some unnamed site that I have no idea, but you could call in today. Uh, Martha's not a camper. Yeah. Do I have to say any more? <laughs> no, because no, your parents... I actually, think, I actually think it would be fun. I just 
seems like so because we have nothing to camp with. That just seems like so much work. <laughs> That's to right. Get we even gave away the tent to go camping. Yeah, we're sleeping in the Scion. No. Oh, the van. We can sleep in the van. Um, can we rent a camper? <laughs> <laughs> Martha's idea of camping would be a thirty-foot motorhome. So if anybody wants to lend us one of those for the weekend, that'd be great. Uh, Martha's idea of roughing it really is, you know, the days in. That's about as rough as she'll go. Yeah, and it's not because I'm a prima donna. I just don't like bugs. I just dirt. Okay. Smoke. <laughs> no, I like I like fires. I like campfires. So what is it about camping you don't like? I don't know. I think just getting ready for it. It just seems very... I mean, it's already a lot. Of, sometimes it can be a lot of work to get ready to go on vacation. Anywhere. Add the element of getting ready to go camping just seems daunting. We went on the last marriage cruise. We had 12 bags. We did. You know, they don't limit your pet, yeah, how much you bring on a cruise. It's awesome. <laughs> well, in our own defense, seven of those bags were materials for yes, the... they were materials. But five of them were not. Hmm, I don't know about that. I, don't, there I was. think that might not have been... That might be and then they coverage. confiscated our water and your Diet Coke. They did. Because it looked bad. Yeah, but that's okay. We found it. All right, so I'm feeling very mellow today. So I'm des- I am I am desperately... Well, it could be I've now been five days Mountain Dew free, but that's not really why. I think I'm just tired. I had some very deep conversations with a couple of different business people today, asking a lot of tough questions. I'm wore out today. But, you know, God knew that we were going to talk about the value of vacation So today, let's go. So where, where can we go? I want to go on vacation. We've got a family thing coming up at the end of April, celebrate Martha's mom's 80th, 80th birthday. birthday. Family reunion. Which that's not going to be a vacation. It's oh. going to be awesome. Very nice time. We won't want to get extra sleep, though, because family we'll time, time is time hardly ever vacation time, though. It's, it's yeah. good because you want to get as much time in as possible because right. we're pulling in everybody in the entire family from coast to coast. Yep. It should be awesome. From the northern border to the southern border, everybody will be there. Mm-hmm. But it won't be a vacation. In the sense that you're thinking, as far as sitting in a chair and reading a book and not having an agenda and having getting to go to a restaurant and have somebody make your own food or whatever it is. Um, it's just different. But it is time away from our work, which is a very important element of what we're going to talk about today. It is. It is. Okay. So what does the Bible have to say about vacation? I did the research. She didn't. So that's a tough question. Okay. So, wait. I, oh, I, I thought today it would be good for us to share how Christ is making an impact in our lives. We, we always ask our guests that, and we don't always share that on our Tuesday shows. Mm. Mm, I'll go first. Okay. Martha was thinking I was going to make her go first. And by the way, right at the beginning of the show when I'm doing my intro, she's pointing at me, and I got something stuck <laughs> in one of my teeth. I'm like, well, this is not television. Nobody could see. Nobody could see it. Even Ivan it. can't see it. It's too far away for him. But I could see. Well, don't take a picture of it. Okay. I'm going to take a picture of it. It's going to be posted on Facebook no, later. No, 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 I had Chick-fil-A for lunch. So this shouldn't be anything stuck in my teeth. Maybe there's a pickle stuck in my teeth. I said, never mind. I was wrong in sign language. You just didn't understand oh, me. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. All right. So here's here's what I think is incredible. You know, we, we've been on the air five days a week for five months. Mm-hmm. November, December, January, February, almost the end of March. It's been fun. What's incredible is that God has provided a way for us to pay for the show each and every month. So even though we had no idea how it was going to pay for itself, now we're still not all committed. We still get a couple of sponsor spots uh, open, but he keeps providing for it. Providing extra work for me, consulting jobs, small business consulting jobs, that's been really, really cool. But I think probably what's more incredible is how 
God just continues to use our skills in marriage mentoring, mm-hmm. and it's so cool to be able to work alongside couples and encourage them. That is, uh, it is so rewarding. But I also get to do the same thing for small business people each and every day, just challenging them to stop thinking that they got to figure it all out on their own and to challenge them to look to the Holy Spirit for God solutions instead of when things look impossible to look to the God possible. And, and I love that. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is tiring days, certain days. Like today, I'm tired. Boy, I really could have used a Mountain Dew today. Josh Dennis, if you're listening today to the show, <laughs> I really could use a Mountain Dew. But I made a commitment. There you did. Till the 26th of March. That's right. Watch out. Anybody listen on the 26th of March. <laughs> do we have a show that day? Oh, yeah, we do. It's a Thursday. All right. So how's Christ working in your life? How's Christ impacting your life today? Um, in so many ways. I think one of the things that I've just really been seeing his hand in lately is the way that, um, number one, for years he's been preparing our hearts for the mission of I Work For Him. And even going back to my childhood and how my dad ran his business with my mom and their view of work and um, all the way up to today, having people come into Karis Bookstore and saying to me, I'm listening to the radio show and I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm learning how to implement Christ in my workplace. And to hear that um, what God has called us to do here on the radio is making an impact on people. I get the pleasure of getting that feedback by people that I don't know that I didn't know were listening. And I think that that's really encouraging. And also with my own staff, um, Uh, having the pleasure of having somebody that just recently had to move on because of um, college commitments and them telling me firsthand that um, what I did as a manager is really parallel with what we talk about on the show. So I know that um, God is using me in my workplace to do what we're encouraging other people to do. You know, I think what I love best is when we hear from our listeners. When Mm -hmm. we hear, when we get those encouraging emails or Facebook messages or phone calls, which I've gotten all of those, but we could use more. We'd love to get your feedback. Just email us, Jim at IWorkForHim.com or Martha at IWorkForHim.com. We'd love to hear from you. I mean, it's it's just nice to know. I, I've been I've been talking with uh, one of our IWorkForHim Nation people that have signed up to become part of the IWorkForHim Nation, a teacher from uh, Holiday, a guy named Scott, who is just like, Jim, this is incredible what you're talking about on the radio. I, I want to help you grow this. And I'm thinking... Great. Let's get together. You know, holiday in Pinellas County. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. So that just shows you how far the radio waits. That's right. So if you're thinking about advertising our show, we got a big reach. There you go. That's right. From Sarasota to Newport Ritchie and all the way over to Plant City. All right. So seriously, in our lives, we run a pretty busy schedule. Mm -hmm. But what we learned years and years and years ago is that on a quarterly basis, we need to take a break. It's not always a week. But we need to take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and it's really not a, we don't need to go and be entertained for five days. We need to go and escape for five days. Right. Yeah. We learned very early on that you and I are not, we don't need to go to amusement parks. We don't need to go. Um, well, you won't ride on either rides. I hate riding alone. There are other things to do at amusement parks. There's shows. Well, we like going to shows. Shopping. But But anyway, the point was, I wasn't meaning for you to argue with me about this. If you're thinking about buying us a gift card to a (laughs) Busch Gardens. Oh, that's okay. We like Busch Gardens. Yes, because, but but you won't go on Chicro with me. Our rejuvenating, our getting rest and all of that for you and I, 
thankfully we're kind of we're on the same page. Um, we don't sleep in long. Um, that is physically impossible for as I sleep in. I can sleep about an hour longer than you on a vacation, but um, it's that rest. It's not having an agenda. It's being able to put the phone away and not um, being glued to emails and stuff. So being somewhere where we can just not have the external pressures on us, I guess. What's really cool is that God knew that we needed these things. First of all, when he created the world on the sixth day and he created man and it was all done, the first day of man's life was a day off, Mm -hmm. the Sabbath day. Mm -hmm. God instituted a day of rest because he knew that we can't work all the time and get refreshed, that we need. And he emphasized the importance of that by making it the first day of man's week. And it's been the first day of the week ever since then. And it's really important, number one, that we honor that. Not, you know, let's not be religious about it. Let's recognize what God wanted it for. He wanted it so that we could focus on our relationship with him and we'd step back from the craziness of life. And it's, you know, for some people, like I enjoy one of the things that helped me relax. I like washing cars. It helps me relax. I'm outside. Maybe the music's playing. Maybe the ridiculous mockingbirds in my neighborhood are just saying the same thing over and over again. 22 songs at a time. 22 songs at a time. 22. But I like being outside. Mm-hmm. What, what was that look for? You think I go on and on about the mockingbird? I know you have a I want to go with the mockingbird. <laughs> when we go on vacation, it can't be in a place where there's a mockingbird because they mock me. We won't tell the mockingbird where we're going. We will not bring the mockingbird along. But then God knew the value of a week-long vacation. In fact, seriously, if you've read the Old Testament, you already know this. This should come as no shock. But most of you out there have no idea of the treasure trove of cool stuff there is in the Old Testament because you haven't cracked it open. You need to open it up. But what's really cool is in Leviticus 23, God labels out the parties. Seriously, there are one, two, three, four, five, six God-ordained parties on an annual basis that the Israelites were supposed to uphold because God knew that, number one, people needed to relax away from their normal job, and number two, they needed to get together with friends and have fellowship. So there's food involved in all of these parties. You like that, don't you? I do like it. And and I've had some some Jewish food, and it's pretty good. I, I would like to have some more. But there's the Passover celebration, and that one's the most somber of all of them in recognition of what God did for them. But so they were they were celebrating that. Then there's the first fruits festival, the first things that are harvested. Then there's the festival of weeks and then there's the festival of trumpets and then there's the day of atonement and then there's the festival of tabernacles, which was their camping one. They had the festival of tents. So it's biblical to go camping. Yes. Okay. It's biblical to go camping. Now they went camping on their rooftops for the record. But you know, it's it's one of those things. Hey, if my daughter's listening, just go on 60 because Howard Franklin's backed up. Okay, so <laughs> she's texting me during the show asking me for directions like I know. Okay, but there's the six it wasn't parties. time for a traffic report. No, it wasn't, so she's looking to. for it. So the Howard Franklin's backed up. It always is. It's always backed up to the hump going in. It's always backed up. 60 is <laughs> always better. Okay, so God, it, vacationing is biblical. He built it into the Old Testament. So why is it? As Americans, because really, most of our Latin American countries, they're all pretty laid back. They vacation every day. They take siestas every day. In the Middle East, they do the same kind of thing. I was learning about that today, about some Egyptian culture. And, and it's, everybody else is more relaxed than we are. 
Yes. We need to relax. I think that... Um, Ivan needs to relax. Keep giving me the... Hey, you're running out of time. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't get into this now, but I think we should talk about the... Um, that's probably one of our major problems is we're so driven by commerce that we can't imagine letting go and stepping back for a time. Chick-fil-A gives up commerce on every Sunday. Has it impacted them? I believe that God has honored that. Right. So so that we need to honor him by having vacation time. We need to look at vacation time. It's, our, it's time for our book highlight segment. Of course, brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. All right. Our book today, The Purpose Driven Life, or as they've renamed it now, The Purpose Driven Life. Oh, what on earth am I here for? Uh, Rick Warren has redone this fantastic multi-billion bestseller, over 32 million sold. This book has just been released, and Martha's got a brand new hot off the presses copy to give away today. The Purpose Driven Life will enable a new generation in your church to discover God's purpose for their lives and empower your church with a fresh new wind of hope, joy, and vitality. Call into the studio line at 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. And remember, you need to read this book. Don't wait for the movie. We're back live and in studio. Jim and Martha Brangenberg with the I Work For Him show. We're talking about the value of vacation and how it will help your business succeed and your family succeed. But we're talking about giving away this book, The Purpose Driven Life. you got to look up the vacation section in The Purpose Driven Life. It's very detailed on exactly why you should be taking monthly, weekly, and quarterly vacations. It's really not in there, honey. I was wondering where <laughs> that came from, but that's okay. <laughs> but in order to be able to hear the voice of God, I have to go on vacation. Because I'm always so busy, I have to, I just need to go to a place where it's quiet. And then it takes me two, three days to wind down, and then I can start hearing God. So that's why we want to give this book away. This is a great copy of a book. If you've never read The Purpose Driven Life, it is it is a must, must read. Well, you know, and I was talking to one of our pastors today who um, I think he's read it many multiple times. I don't know how many. I couldn't even guess. But he said just recently he picked it up again and is on day 26, I think he told me this morning. And he's like, man, I forget how good of a book it is. So I just was really encouraged by that, that it's one that you can keep going through. And the new version has QR codes in it to look up. All right, so the purpose of vacationing, oh, you had a scripture verse you wanted to read. I did. Okay, so read it. Okay, so all over our house, we have a lot of pictures on the walls with that often have Adirondack, I can't say it. Adirondack chairs? Adirondack chairs chairs in them because I just think of that when I want to be peaceful and restful. Sitting along the water, sitting in a chair, reading a book from Karis Bookstore. (laughs) Karis Christian Um, Books, a gift found conveniently located on the... First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks. Yes, that the one. Twenty four hundred square foot store. So anyway, I was thinking about the and one most that of those, have. but most of those pictures have that Psalm verse, which I can't remember. For, Psalm that says, "Be still and know that I'm 46, God." 10. 46, 10, That's yes. what I was going to say. But the one that I love that I wanted to. Oh, so you don't like any of the rest of them? Oh no, no, no. But the, what I wanted to share was from Mark six thirty one, which is right before Jesus feeds the five thousand, and it says. Come away with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. And then he says, um, this was said because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and apostles didn't even have time to eat. So the first part of that verse just really beckons me because it says, come away with me. 
So when we go on vacation, we we get away, um, taking that opportunity to spend even extra time with Jesus as a part of that rest, because like you were saying earlier, so many times we're just, you know, we're going about our lives and we're doing, getting in the word and we're praying, but not to the level that you can when all other responsibilities are pulled away. So I love that. So that again was come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. Mark yeah. six thirty one. And that quiet place is not Disney. <laughs> Although, the, yeah, it's not Disney. There's some nice Disney resorts, but no, it's not going to be quiet. It's not going to be quiet. <laughs> but everybody no, has their own ways of vacation. It is, and it's great that you do, but it just, I mean, we've got to learn to be quiet on a regular basis. We do. Because God won't yell. And we're talking to ourselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're talking, <laughs> and we're planning. We're going away. I'm going to make a quick trip out there to see my folks in early May, and we're going away somewhere. We're going to give Rick Saltarelli with Salty Cruise and Travel. We're going to give him, say, here's the dates. Find us a cruise to somewhere, but we don't care. And that's what we're going to do. And we're going to disappear. And you'll find out. You'll know why, because I'll have guest hosts all that week. <laughs> All right, so the purpose of vacationing, rest, Mm -hmm. refreshing, exploring. That's always fun to find new things. We love finding new things. Like the day we found, what was that town we drove through in over Orlando, the one that had a hill? Um, People said, oh, there's like a Mount Mount Dora. Mount Dora. Mount Dora. But we haven't actually spent time in Mount Dora. No, but we drove through it. That was exploring. I'd like to do that. You would? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hint, hint. I liked that forest we drove through in Ocala National Forest. That was pretty cool. Mm, All right, so there's exploring. There's family connecting. Mm-hmm. But that's not usually relaxing, although it, sometimes it can be. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it's not. It's, it's, it's all of those things because you're getting that time away with them and you get to have a different kinds of conversations and stuff. Well, if it's with you and your kids, it's fine. It's when you go and you're with, with a big crowd. That's not always relaxing. Sure, but that's what we're Actually, talking about. Actually, sometimes when you're away on vacation with your kids, that's not always relaxing either. <laughs> Are my kids listening today? Oh, yeah, they were. Okay. Uh, you know, the purpose of vacation is just an escape. If you're a business owner or a manager in a business, do your business a favor. Get out of there. Mm-hmm. Your people know they can handle it for a week. Go get relaxed, refreshed, and then come back and let them go on vacation. Everybody needs to get refreshed. We all work too much. We do. We do. And there are some real benefits to that. And I know you're going to talk about those. But one of the things that always comes to my mind first is when you escape the business, you come back with fresh eyes. Right. Well, that's exactly the point. That's what I always find when we go away. That is it's not the first day and it's usually not the second day. And it's about the third or fourth day. We start to get to talking and I can start brainstorming. I can start writing down on paper. I mean, it's it takes me three or four days to wind down, which is why I liked driving to Florida from Minnesota, because mm-hmm. the first two days we'd be in the car. By the time you got here, you were actually ready to rest. And here when we go to the beach, it takes three minutes. Are it's you not long enough. <laughs> That's why I like driving to the mountains, because it's 12 hours away. All right, so byproducts of going on vacation. You become more productive. When you go away, you come back, you're more productive. That's the point behind, you know, in olden times, they didn't work at night. You know why they didn't work at night? They didn't have any light. So they worked from sunup to sundown. They had dinner with their family by candlelight, and they went to bed, because that helped them get refreshed. 
Today, we work from before the sun up till after sundown. We eat dinner, then we go back to work again. We're always running. We're never relaxing. Hey, we still got this book. My friends who are listening, actually, anybody who's listening, you don't have to be a friend. I mean, I don't even know who you are, but I appreciate you listening to the I Work For Him show. Mm-hmm. Call in right now. This book is really, really good. It is a fantastic book. I read this book 10 years ago. We led our Bible study group, 50 people through this group. This group was fan- In fact, I think our whole church did it. Call into the studio line now. Get a copy of the Purpose Driven Life Expanded Edition. What on earth am I here for? 855-265-2929. Okay. So last time I'm promoting, if nobody calls in, I'm going to read it. There you go. Um, You were talking about being more productive when you get back, but don't you think that sometimes you're more productive even when you're going on vacation? You get things done that have been sitting on your desk for a month because you don't want it there when you get back. Well, you're forced to. You have to. You gotta well, get... you don't have to. It could be there when you get back. But it's a really good exercise to be like caught up, in a good place. Yeah, the only time our desks in our insurance agency were ever clean was the night before we went yeah. on vacation. And that's what I'm saying. You know, if you had that kind of a thing to anticipate. Because you're so excited you're going away. And you don't want to come back to that. You want fresh stuff. When you come back, is your desk always clean? If you clean your desk before you go away, when you come back to Karis after you've been gone a week, is your desk always clean? You know, they're very... No, there's lots to do, but it's in nice piles. <laughs> it's in nice piles. <laughs> All right, so it helps you have a more positive outlook, because sometimes we get so caught up in life, we have a negative outlook about everything. Mm-hmm. And certainly in Tampa Bay, where the traffic tends to, I don't know, suck the life out of you some days. I know we got bad traffic up and down the eastern sea. Actually, there's bad traffic everywhere, there except is. in Montana. Then you just got to worry about the elk. Yeah, it's a just different kind of traffic. South Dakota, you got to worry about the buffalo. All right, so more positive outlook, making memories. We got some good memories of some vacations. We do. But our kids still complain today that all we did was ever go to Florida. Yeah, but that's okay. We stopped one time at Sea Rock City. We did. On our way that down here when we moved down here. <laughs> and it made a great memory. The National Corvette Museum, mm-hmm. we stopped there. We did. The NASCAR Museum, stopped there. Hendrix Motorsports, we stopped there. <laughs> I hear a theme. We went to the Texas Motor Speedway, Talladega Speedway. Come on, there was some good stuff. Michigan Speedway. Okay, all right. So lo- what are some examples of some trips we've taken? Give me your highlights first. Maybe not highlights. Let's see. Yeah, no. Well, go ahead. Let, well, let's... I think this past year we had a blast. We actually um, went to and saw family in New Jersey and took a day and went into New York City. New York and City! Thankfully had cousins that could take us along the way um, because that was really out of our comfort zone. But we had a blast. It just was like we had no agenda. We just wanted to go in. There were a few things we wanted to make sure that we saw because of um, the, you know, the Twin Towers and all that was being redone there and the chapel that's by there. But for the most part, we just were open to whatever we would see. I think we walked 37 miles a day. (laughs) It felt My cousin Larry and his wife Dawn, they took us from one end of New York City to the other. They were great tour guides. They were great tour guides. They understood it all. I would never go into that city again without him. (laughs) So So I'll I'll push him in a wheelchair if he gets too old sometime (laughs) next time. But I know Sarah decided she wanted to move there after that. She really loved it. We had a lot of fun. And it was, you know, one of those, when you make a memory where the weather is pretty decent. I was a little cold, but you guys loved it. Um, (laughs) It was 50. It was was just, uh, that was a highlight for me. So that's one for me. How about you? What? A highlight, a trip. A trip. You said give an example of a, a trip we've taken, and that was my first example. You know, I've, I love, I've learned to love the mountains. You know, we lived in Minnesota. We never went to the mountains. We always drove through the mountains and came to Florida. So mm-hmm. I have really enjoyed our times in the mountains. And I, I think 
really, you know, a couple of years ago, we went to Gatlinburg and rented a, a cabin. And we actually had family go there, but we're just in the mountains. And then one time we went with the kids up to Blue Ridge, um, Georgia. That was I love the mountains. We loved it. The kids hated it. Yeah, we loved it. The kids said, please don't ever make sure we go back. Hey, Terry from Englewood, thank you so much for calling in. We'll get that book out to you right away. I'm glad you called it. And she's an avid listener and loves the show. Thank you. She probably Aww. likes you, Martha. She probably only listens on Tuesday because you're on. <laughs> well, thank you for calling nonetheless. And we'll I will mail this out to you tomorrow. All right. So I love the mountains. What I like, I like the driving. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. I want to someday. I want to borrow a Corvette or some really fun car from somebody here and drive up the mountains instead of driving in a minivan. Or if somebody wants to let me have a Subaru WRX STI for a weekend or something like that. We go cruise the mountains. I really like the driving. I love the view. You can see stuff other than just water. Mm-hmm. I really. And when we walk, there's elevation. Yeah, it makes your heart pump. Makes your heart actually. It's like driving, o- what, like walking up and over the Bel Air Bridge. That's the only hill we have in Pinellas County. That's the true. Bel Air Bridge. That is true. All right, but I really have enjoyed that. But I, I think when I look back of all the trips we've taken in the last five or six years that have been fun and the most challenging was that mission trip that mm. we did to Cherokee Cove in Mountain City. Tennessee slash Boone, North Carolina, right smack and dab between the two of them, where we went up to this camp. We brought 72 of us mm-hmm. from our church, mm-hmm. and we did a build out in this camp of three significant projects, and it was exhausting and awesome. It was a family trip, too. It was a family it trip, family missions kids. trip, and we worked our butts off, but it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I think it was a culmination of a lot of the things we've talked about. We served. We did things for other people. Um, we were with our kids. We were building memories. We had campfires. Um, we had campfires. We stayed in cabins. We did. We ate a lot it of was food. Almost like camping. It was almost like camping, except there was a roof over your head and we had fans and alarm clocks. Cherokee Cove has beautiful accommodations. That's right. If you want to look them up, just look up at CherokeeCove.org. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but I really have loved that. We did that several times. We did. Uh, um, we did some marriage retreats up there. Yep. And uh, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it, one of those things where you, you've you never been so tired, but you've, we came back. I really believe we came back rested because we had been investing in somebody else. And you're still getting away from work and all of that. And there was not good cell phone service up there. So, you know, lots of good things like that. Probably the most memorable trip with our kids was maybe the year we went and saw the Grand Canyon in a snowstorm. Yeah, that was good. We got to see the Grand Canyon. That was cool. And it was covered in snow. That was cool. And one day, this, the clouds lifted. We could actually see the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Um, but but last year, one of our uh, uh, one of our show guests actually uh, let us use one of their cabins up in the mountains, and it wasn't. It was just so quiet. It was great. Love that. A lot of rest. Mm-hmm. Road trips. Road trips. Where else have we gone gone on a road trip besides between Minnesota and Florida? We went to New Jersey. Okay. Um, yeah, pretty much just Minnesota and Florida. But one of the things that we were going to talk about was the fact that not getting away doesn't always have to cost a lot of money. Oh, Number that's one, true. you can go visit other family and stay with them. Mooching. Get some time away. Mooching is very Mooching. good. It's biblical. It says get together <laughs> with your family. Listen, when all those people came, came into Jerusalem to celebrate Passover, who'd they stay with? They stay with family. It's called mooching. There you go. That could be a good definition of it. Um, also, being able to um, wait. I'm going to add one more point to it. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Because most of our family from up north comes down and stays with us, gives us the privilege of their visiting during the winter time. So we should return the favor and go up north in the summertime and experience their homes and such. 
That sounds great. I think we should definitely do that. <laughs> okay. Okay, you were going to say. So, well, and also, we're running out of time. We'll talk fast. One of the points that we had too was um, staying home and just pretending like you're on vacation. How so many lying times? to everybody, tell people nobody you're home. Oh, well. Hide the cars. You Shut can your do, cell phones you can off. do whatever is necessary oh, okay. for you to be um, secluded. But I think a lot of times, you know, when you are in your own town, you don't go try out the new restaurant or you don't go try out the new dock or pier where you can go see the water or whatever. So pretending that you're on vacation, but in your own place and checking out things, you never take the time to go see. All right. Martha said on the break that I made it sound like I didn't enjoy spending time with family. Let's talk about the road trips we used to take. We get in your parents' motorhome and we drove across the country with family. Some of the most fun trips we ever did were in that motorhome yes. going across the country. We love spending time with family. Absolutely. That made a lot of memories, too. Absolutely. That, that motorhome. The smell in that motorhome. Oh, my word. No, well, that's but, not what I was so thinking of. Oh, you weren't? What were yeah. you thinking of? Um, just the closeness. Uh, the closeness? Yeah. I'm thinking the rattling on the roads in Chicago as oh, we cut through in the middle goodness. of the night. Those roads were not smooth. They were not meant for motorhomes. No. So we love spending time with family, but it's not always that get away to the quiet place kind of relaxing. It's a different kind of refreshing. Yeah, you got Italian family. It is not going to be quiet. Yeah. My family, <laughs> my family is not quiet. Of course, your family's not Italian, and they're not no, quiet either. of course not. Okay, so you know what? Before we... I just thought of another benefit... Of going away for your work. Well, quickly. Okay. It helps your employees rise to the occasion. There may be things that they're able to do in your absence that they wouldn't do in your presence, and they may show that they can, they're more capable than you realize that they were. How cool is that? It's very cool. Yeah. It, it also gives your employees a chance to appreciate you more because they realize all the stuff you do all day long, and, and you don't get it done while you're gone. And I've had employees actually say, this is a great way that I can serve you. And that is just like music to my ears. So that's really cool if they can get that attitude. It's like a concerto to your ears. All right, quick. Some of the consequences of families that do not go on vacation. Here's what they see. They have a very narrow view of life because mm-hmm. they think it's all about work, all about work. And again, there's lots of ways. We're going to talk about in a few minutes of ways to go on vacation that don't have to cost a lot of money. If you've got friends, you can always stay with friends. Uh, exhaustion. You see people chronically exhausted because they never take a break. They never sleep. They get sick. Mm-hmm. They live with regret. Mm, that's and why live life with regret? So let's talk about some of these fantastic vacations we've taken right here in Florida or the Southeast. Mm-hmm. The first one you wrote down is was a huge highlight for us. And we've done it a couple times. We have gone, going airboating in the Everglades. One of the funnest things we have ever done. It's not cheap, but if that's all you're going to do, you can pack a picnic. You can take a car ride. You don't have to stay anywhere overnight. You can pretty much find an airboat ride within driving distance. Like that, what did they used to call them, one tank trips or whatever? Yeah, it's a one tank trip. You just have a really good gas mileage car, but a one tank trip. Well, there you go. But- all right, but absolutely Everglades, fun. absolutely so much fun. Nothing like a small block V8 with straight pipes going out the back, driving 70 miles an hour over mud. And then you get to alligators, you get to feed the alligators. Uh, healthy food, of course. Uh, in private places, for those of you that are, <laughs> don't want to hear that. All right, we, we did one time, we got a whole bunch of family together, and we rented a really wicked expensive house down in Captiva. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have to buy it, we just rented it for a week. So we lived like kings at a rental price. Yes. That was really a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. We went to Disney when the kids were five. They're in their mid-20s now. That was good. <laughs> uh, Crystal River. We've done that many times. Oh, yeah. Gone and seen the manatee and the different animals. Barbara. Barbara's always there when we get there. She is. Barbara Manatee. Barbara Manatee. Manatee. 
That's a creepy song. Um, Pensacola, we went there one time. We went there for a wedding. We Got did. to see. Well, the beaches there are white. It's beautiful. Eight-hour drive. Beaches are incredible, and the water is deep blue because it's deep. As opposed to the water. They, have they come back after the oil spill? Pensacola doing okay? I don't know. We should go up there. We Let's should go on go vacation. Okay. Oh, that's it. Jacksonville. Our son lives in Jacksonville. So much stuff to do in Jacksonville. Beautiful city. And then that nice town just south of there. North. Just south of there. Oh, St. Augustine. St. Augustine, that I one. I were looking at the list. No, like no, St. Augustine. A lot of stuff in St. Augustine. <laughs> and then a couple of times we broke over the, the border and stopped in Savannah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff to do in Savannah. History. Six-hour drive. Good So food. much history. Old city, 400-plus years old. Yes. Cool houses. Yeah. That Yeah, very nice. It's and then the south. It's the there. south. Yes, you have to go north to get to the south. That's always a funky <laughs> thing for people from the Midwest who think that we live in the south. If you're in Tampa Bay, you're not in the south. you got to go to Gainesville to get to the south. That's weird when you got to drive two and a half hours north to get to the south. <laughs> but that's just what we do. All right, Blue Ridge, Tennessee. Blue Ridge, Georgia, excuse me. Cherokee Cove, Tennessee. These are places fantastic. Love being up there. Love the mountains. You know, it's funny because people in Florida go to the elevation to get away. Um, people that are in the north come to Florida to get away. Flatlanders go to the hilly country, and the hill country come to the flatland. We knew a lot of people in Minnesota that had lake cabins to get away. So, you know, it's we all need a place to just get away. That doesn't mean you have to own a place, because no, that no. just means you're a slave to cleaning it up every time the you The best person up. is have a friend. Buy a lake cabin, rent it from them for a week. Oh, Alright, so encourage you to take a vacation this summer. It doesn't have to cost much. Save a little each month so you're ready to go. Plan it with your kids and your spouse. Involve all of them in the planning. That is so much fun. You can do that online today. And have a purpose in, in it, not but not what you do in everything. Not the whole time doesn't have to have a purpose. Have some just mm-hmm. fun time. Mm-hmm. And teach your kids to read, though, first, because our kids were bored when we went to the moms and I wanted to read. They're like, uh, what are we going to do now? Well, that may not be a good thing to go do when they're middle schoolers, you All know? Right. We've run out of time. <sighs> you talk too much. I think you talked about that. That's probably true. All right. Hey, we're looking for a thousand people to commit to being part of the I Work For Him Nation. A thousand people to start praying for their coworkers and employees and start looking for ways to reach out to those coworkers and employees outside of work. Start looking for ways to serve the people in your office. Start looking for ways to pray with them in your office. But overall, to be the best and brightest examples of a person in your position, we're looking for a thousand people to live a consistent witness at home, in your neighborhood, your office, and to recognize that you're a Christ follower no matter where you are. Let us know. Contact us. Tell us you want to be part of the I Work For Him Nation. Contact us on Facebook. I Work For Him. Contact us on email. Martha at IWorkForHim.com. Jim at IWorkForHim.com. Or on our webpage, go to IWorkForHim.com and click on Contact Us or subscribe to our podcast. So many options. Lots of options. We're Christ followers who own our own business, but ultimately, I I Work work For him. Him.